Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. In this episode, we talk about our 2020 Season 1 end-of-year recap, studio updates and design ideas, upcoming interviews, podcast topic ideas for upcoming episodes, and we ask that you spread the word on your social channels about Indie Music Podcasts and the content that we provide every Monday on all major streaming platforms. All right, recording in my DAW is on and recording in Zoom. All right, I also am recording now. I think I'm recording. Check. Yes. <laughs> recording. Hey. Yeah. So how do how do you do this? How do you do this again? What is the button I click? <laughs> hey Doug, how you doing, man? I'm doing really good, Matt. Happy New Year. Yeah, welcome to 2021. Yeah. Two days in, we are kicking it right off with a with a <laughs> refresher course for us in how to do a podcast. Like what do I yeah. what do I click? What button? <laughs> It was such a it was such a habit before that I didn't really have to think about anything, and now I'm like, uh, <laughs> where's my template? Uh, which microphone am I using? Uh, where? <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Did you have a good end of your holiday season? How did everything go for you? Um, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. It's been a. I guess I'm loud. It's um. It's kind of been a mixed feeling of oh finally i get some time off to not think about work i'm going to take a break and recharge and and regroup and retool and also going wow now i have this time to do all the things that i wanted to do at the end of the year and i got to get going on all these things <laughs> i've got a <laughs> list uh so it's been kind of uh vacillating back and forth between uh, those two things so i you know i've 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 gotten some productive things done but also rested and relaxed and done some yard work and you know some woodworking and done a worked on a puzzle and watched some football but also you know got comfortable here in the studio doing some mixes at the end of the year and uh some other stuff so it's been good how about you yeah the holiday was just kind of a nice downtime i spent a lot of time working in the studio which is now back together yeah looks great and yeah. Oh, thank you. And and it's a little bit even more than what I was hoping for because I was able to kind of set up a guitar and amplifier area and kind of motivated for more focus in my own music in 2021, which I know I had back in 2020. And it just kind of everything <laughs> went downhill and, and along with my motivation. And yeah. for reasons... That I was really focused on the studio and 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 mastering and developing the business, so it, it was intentional in some ways as, as well. But so I feel really good though because my motivation level is really high. I feel like I'm hitting the ground running, and for the most part, it was a really good end to the year. And I had a nice transitional period where I could spend the time um, focusing on the things that I needed to for for setup and, and changes in gear and, and, you know, everything, uh, everything in the studios is, is, is reorganized and I feel really good about it. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, I, it's been fun to watch the progress uh, of your, of your mastering studio uh, take shape and get painted and cleaned up and, and dialed in. And I know you're still, still 
kind of dialing it in a little bit, but it, uh, it definitely sounds like it's working for uh, both mastering and uh, some podcast production right now. Yeah. You know, I'm at the point where I've invited my wife to come to the studio and assist me in the areas that I, well, I suck at <laughs> interior design type of things. And uh, you know, to help me, I want to put like some plant uh, down. You know, in the I was studio just going to say, and, I could use a plant. <laughs> yeah, I need some plants and lighting, and um, you know, other things. And I just think that she's much more capable at those types of things that kind of make the studio more comfortable. Person, yeah, personal and homey. have personality yeah. and homey and comfortable and. And, you know, not as stagnant as what it is right now, because it's definitely, you know, there's nothing going on here but audio. <laughs> so <laughs> Now, remember, every plant you add, you're going to have to uh, get um, REW out and remeasure, <laughs> recalibrate your room. Yeah, well, it'll be good. Yeah, they're, naturally, they're a diffuser. Yep. I expect it to be quite functional. So I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, getting some things, get some tall plants up in the front wall and, and help with. Uh, you know, direct reflections and things like that. So yeah, oh, cool. definitely don't uh, discount uh, plants and other types of uh, decoration that can help you acoustically in your studio. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. I mean, if it's got to be functional, why not why not look good as well? And and I yeah. I, I think you know I think plants always kind of add a kind of life and vibe to any room, really. Um, although I will say that you're in a basement, so I know that some plants do well without light like um pyracantha is a good plant for not needing much light or water frankly yeah i'm uh, i'm on the fence i may go entirely artificial yeah but i may add some uh some lights some floor standing lights that have some full spectrum bulbs in them and see how that goes with real plants and put those on timers or something like that oh, that's a cool as long idea. as uh, yeah as long as the uh the bulbs themselves don't like emit some sort of high frequency, high frequency yeah. interference or something like that. Yeah. So there may be some LEDs. I'm a fan of LEDs in the studio because they don't introduce any of that type of thing. And um, and perhaps there's some full spectrum LED style. I think uh, so. And they make warmer ones now. Use. I mean, they've once incandescence became kind of um, off the market. Uh, manufacturers got really creative with bulbs and um I know because as winter set in, I had to do a lot of light bulb replacement and shopping. So I was kind of overwhelmed by the amount of choices there are now for uh, just general light bulbs. All kinds of color spectrum uh, choices and stuff. Yeah. So I know you've done a lot in yours and especially I, I love your um, Christmas your, lights. Your Christmas lights. <laughs> I love them too. I think they're the best. You know, <laughs> things like that. And... You know, I think those are all good ideas about how to bring, you know, in a space where you got to spend a lot of time, Yep. you know, to make it comfortable and fun. Those type of things are, I think, important. Yeah, it's funny. I do. I mean, this is, uh, we've talked about this before, how this was kind of like a dual purpose room, or at least, I mean, at the very least, dual purpose. Half of it literally is the music side and half of it is the study side. Well, the study side, I've been very careful to keep it as pristine and spartan as possible so that it's a meditative contemplative place when you go and sit on the other side of the room and face that window you are in a very relaxed place and so i i, th I think that it's good to have multiple spaces i didn't i didn't know uh that you were going to have a 
um, guitar area. I think that wasn't part of your original plan, but I'm glad that you've incorporated that because, uh, yeah, I think we had kind of parallel situations where we both intended to do uh, original music last year and it was on our to-do list and neither one of us really got very far because we got focused on uh, business and podcast and just general life as this things changed and evolve but um yeah um, much progress yeah, was made it was just COVID. not yeah COVID exactly I was trying not to say that but um yeah we both made huge progress on uh home studio stuff and that that's not nothing that can't be discounted as as a fail that's a total win but it was yeah. definitely not the thing that we either one of us probably thought that was going to happen at the beginning of the year. Well, it's a matter of you know taking the situation of COVID and how that impacted studio, you know, your studio. And for me, that was uh, I'm not seeing anyone in my studio anymore. So artists right. aren't coming here. I'm not. I basically don't do recording anymore. Yeah. And so I've got the vocal booth area is now my amplifier booth. And which works out great, you know, so I've got uh, a place for that. It's set back. It's out of the way of with regards to um, my mastering desk and things like that. It's it's behind me. And so it's not interfering with the uh, the acoustics or the audio in any way, um, which is my main concern. Anything right. that uh, that could be affecting um, how sound is behaving in the room I, I, is my first priority. But, yeah, so I was able to behind me place you know, my amplifiers and, uh, and guitars. I got a new gar- guitar rack for Christmas. I, oh, I've I saw always that. wanted it's, so cool. it's the Hercules five guitar stand and you can actually fit more than five in there. If you, uh, purchase the accessory, uh, little brackets for the neck and pads and stuff like that. Oh, okay. But, uh, uh for me, it's perfect for five guitars and I've got plenty of room in between each guitar to safely take them in and out of the stand. And, um, and so, yeah, so it's really cool. And it's just, I basically can grab a guitar, it's hooked up, I flip a switch, grab a guitar, and I can be sitting down, and, you know, I've got a microphone set up on it, and so, you know, as we've talked before, it's I'm just making it easy to remove roadblocks to creative moments, you know? Yeah, totally. I think that's, that's super important. I did want to ask you... Um why you chose to get a stand and not hang them on the wall. And I think I know the answer, but I just wanted to ask. Well, I'd love to have them hanging on the wall because I think that looks fantastic. But acoustically, I'm concerned about resonations of the guitar bodies. I have hollow body guitars as well as solid body. Right. And I think the solid body guitars are going inter- to introduce uh, interesting, you know, reflections that are, could be, you know, unexpected things and I don't want to have to deal with that. And then the the hollow body guitars that I have, you know, those are definitely going to resonate. Um, and I uh, and I wanted to avoid having that type of thing introduce it into the sound stage of the studio. Yeah, I figured that was that was the reason it would kind of make the sound uh, un, a little more a little less predictable bouncing off the walls. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah, if, but that's yeah, that's the primary reason. But I'm really happy that it, it looks fantastic in the stand. It's it's nice. They are kind of on display. You know, I want it to look nice. It's that's been the whole thing too. I want it to be functional and everything ergonomic and comfortable and functional. And it has to be all of those things. I think none of those weigh more or less than the others. It it's all important to me, you know. And so when I got done with this, I wanted to to have the whole package and not have to make sacrifices in some way. Not hanging guitars on the wall, it's not a big deal. <laughs> 
Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, no, it looks great already. But yeah, I think a plant would look cool. And I'm curious yep. to see what your uh, what your final lighting design is. I know that that's not, you know, the most urgent part of of your build out. But yeah, yeah, I don't know when that'll happen. I I would like to be able to turn off the studio wall lights and then illuminate with some other nice way. I'd like the studio to be a little bit darker because the the wall lights that I have give off great light and, and a lot of times I want it to be very bright so I, it helps me read and 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 things like that but other times I just want to bring that down and focus on my ears right and what they're hearing and you know and have some subdued lighting and we'll see what that ends up being yeah uh, I'm kind cool. of thinking LEDs you know with some uh indirect wall splash type of things you know uh with lighting that's coming from behind the the acoustic panels such. Yeah, I think that sounds really cool. Well, let's talk a minute about um, the fact that this is the first episode of season two. It is. And we're going to go with a new numbering scheme. Uh, we are. Along the lines of what they do in TV where they number by season and then episodes. So this is going to be episode 201. 201. Instead of 54. <laughs> we Instead of 54. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, we have some exciting, uh, ideas for how we're going to do season two. Did you want to mention that at all? Well, the ideas that I had for this, uh, well, to begin with is we have a, uh, an interview for episode 202, the second episode of 2021, and we'll be, uh, meeting with and having a fun discussion with a band by the name of Fleming Jenkins Band. And uh, the recording studio, the recording den, who did all of their uh, production work and recording and mixing. And uh, really looking forward to that. We're hoping that becomes kind of an informative episode. Uh, we'll learn about Fleming Jenkins Band and, and their music and talk about uh, the production aspects of that with the recording and production engineer. And uh, they're really great folks, so I'm looking forward to uh, getting together with them here this next week. So that's definitely exciting. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. We had talked about wanting to do a little, uh, some more interviews uh, this this year, this season. And um, yeah, I have one lined up um, for, I don't know which episode it will be yet, but um, we have a voiceover artist who's very excited to come on and um, talk about how to get started in a voiceover career. You know, that's going to be so interesting. I think VO I think so is too. like, as fan, you know, there's some great YouTube channels on that, and um, I find myself drawn to those, the ones that are fun and entertaining, and, and they talk about how to do voiceover. It's a lot of of gear comparison and microphones and, right. and things like that for you know what best microphones to use for different types of VO work and sound booth aspects of of building sound booths and things like that. It's really pretty neat so i'm looking forward to hearing what comes out of that interview yeah sure. i'm excited too actually you know what i have this my son i mentioned has a master class subscription he got through school for a dollar for a year so i've been taking all these master classes um and i just finished the one with uh, a new one with nancy cartwright about how to do voiceover acting so uh, yeah it's all interesting stuff all interesting yeah. stuff um some other ideas that i had uh for upcoming episodes are based on Things I'm interested in, you know, that's always the case. It's, it's what sure. am I interested in? What do I think is is cool and might be interesting, you know, for others to listen about? And and it's always things that I've been involved in or working on myself or I feel I have some level of of knowledge that I can share and maybe um, um, provide something of value to someone else. And, and of those, 
I thought that maybe talking about uh, um, how to save money, making your own audiophile quality cables for your studio or for your instruments or whatever that may be. You know, we could talk about, you know, on the same line as cables, balanced and unbalanced and single-ended signal cables. Oh, let's definitely do an episode on cables. <laughs> yeah. I had questions about cables yesterday that I couldn't answer. Yeah, so we could get into that. Um, uh, DA and AD conversion is is foremost on my mind right now. I think um, I've gone through a, 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 a really deep dive focus in DA and AD and what that means in the studio and how important it is. And... You know, obviously, studio calibration, and and I know we've hit on that before, but I thought it really deserves a deeper dive and talking about, you know, and that's probably a multi-episode topic to discuss the different aspects of of studio calibration and why it's important and how to um, achieve a well-calibrated studio. Yeah, that's a great idea, especially knowing how the software to do that is free and uh, the microphone that you need to do that is inexpensive. So yeah, there's no, there's no reason not to do that. Um, yeah. If you're serious, that, I was, you know, I was thinking on outboard gear and hybrid chains and working in both analog and digital uh, topologies. Cool, and cool. we get into, you know, that kind of brings in things like, you know, how do you connect all this stuff together and patch base or, you know, the, uh, patch base are a topic that, it can be really difficult to get your head around, and it would probably be kind of difficult to discuss in the format of podcasts. But I want to take it on because I think that that's a challenge to see if we can effectively describe um, to the listener how a patch bay can help them and uh, some of the concepts of how patch bays work and incorporating them. Because um, really, you can get a very, very nice patch bay for $100 or less, and the things that patch bays bring to you and the studio and and with flexibility and and uh, is really valuable. So hopefully cool. we can figure out a way to convey that through audio. Well, let's try. Spoken <laughs> yeah, I think it's worth a try. And I think there's a certain amount of risk in doing that because it's there's a lot of detail and try to description in that. So, but I think it could be fun making the attempt. Yeah, well, I'm excited. And I want to say that, hey, if you're out there and you listen to this podcast and you have some ideas about what you'd like to hear, what you want us to talk about, what questions you have that you'd like us to answer or topics to cover, or even if you're interested in being interviewed um, as a as an as an indie musician or audio professional, uh, yeah, let us know um, through our website or on social. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, that's always something I really want to push this year is that um, interaction with our listeners and um, working on getting more conversations going. I know that um, we've talked to Steve, and we're going to be looking at more activity in our in our Twitter profile. Yep, trying to be uh, you know more interactive with with our followers there. We're also upping our uh, Instagram content aspirations, and <laughs> yeah, in that case, it looks like my son's gonna uh, join in Good. and uh, start helping us out with the Instagram account and to the same end goal of, of being more interactive and bringing more content out to our listeners and reaching more new listeners. Excellent. And, uh, and definitely, and those of you that, you know, are currently listening to this now, we, we would love your help in sharing about the podcast and, you know, those links are on our website and you can find us on social, you know, where we are because you've been listening to us, <laughs> but uh, yeah, help us grow. We would like to uh, uh, definitely reach a larger audience. 
yeah, spread the love. We're not making any money on this. We just want to help you out, help the community and help the community grow. So uh, if you feel like this is a valuable resource, as we do, um, definitely share it and pass it on to other people who would also appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that sounds good, Doug. Yeah. I'm very yeah, excited no, for season guess, uh, two. You know, we'll, we'll kind of get started here on a shorter episode. Easy for our listeners to sort of uh, um, come into and not have a long-winded Doug conversation of <laughs> something. <laughs> oh, we'll get there at some point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I no, I'm very... to, I have the urge to keep this going somehow. You know. <laughs> I know. Oh, we finally got warmed up. After, after taking a break from, we finally figured it back out. Yeah. No, I'm very excited for season two. Season one was a lot of fun. Um, really enjoyed uh, just talking with you every week and uh, yeah, and uh, getting some topics worked out. And I learned a lot. Yeah, I definitely learned a lot. And hopefully we can take our, our experience and what we've learned and bring it in and, and improve the show coming into season two. And hopefully it just continues to get better. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we will see you next week here. And uh uh, enjoy and I hope that your New Year's went well. Yeah, Happy New Year's and look forward to to catching up with you in episode 202. That's right. <laughs> every Monday, we'll be releasing a new episode every week of the year. Absolutely. Until we take a break next year. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Right. Thanks for spreading the word. We really appreciate you. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating.